Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. Heart and Mind of Jesus, Sight for the Blind. Key verse is Luke 4.18 Delta. And recovering of sight to the blind, Jesus tells us. Above all else, as we study in this episode, is this truth I want you to see. Jesus wants us to understand, to see him as our sole source of life, and from there become free to love him as he loves us. Last episode, when Jesus declared he came to preach deliverance for the captives, I tried to show what it is to be a captive in the context of Jesus' declaration. Some of the captive behaviors were worry or anxiety, lust, bitterness, an unforgiving spirit, resentment, hatred, and vengefulness. These are just a few. Captive behavior for some is subtle and hard to see, and this is where Jesus, in promising to recover sight for the blind, will help us see. Recovering sight means restoration of sight. This is taken from a root word meaning to recover our sight, to perceive, regard, to take heed. And this is derived from the thought of gazing with eyes wide open. It's something remarkable. Okay. First, the meaning of restoration of sight means at one time we could see, but no longer. Of course, I'm talking about spiritual blindness. There are many reasons we become blind to something, whether those reasons are harmful or not. Normally, continued exposure or proximity will create a blindness to it, just simply that we don't see it anymore. When we look at something or practice a habit long enough, we don't see it. For example, think about the keyhole in your door. Which direction do the key grooves point when you unlock the door? Up or down? The lock in your car door. Do you turn the key to the right or to the left to unlock it? Oh, I forget. We have remotes now. Okay. Where is the button to lock the door? Is it on top of the unlock button or below it? Not fair to look if you're driving. If the whole key lock thing isn't doing anything for you, How about a denominational bill? Paper money. Can you describe with at least 90% accuracy any of the currency in your pocket, your wallet, or purse? So the point is, if we want to rid ourselves of harmful, even destructive behavior and habits, we have to look. That means to think intently and study about these so we can identify them. And also, when it comes to understanding and applying Scripture, We must be able to see what certain passages are teaching, and this is sight or insight into God's Word. Now, before going into the devotion, I would like to share something with you that happened to me yesterday. After recording Episode 9 about deliverance for the captive a few days ago, and then writing the notes for this episode, number 10, I was praying and asking God to reveal to enable me to see what, if any, areas of my life he wanted me to confront. And so two days ago, he allowed me to see I still have hatred, bitter resentment, and an unforgiving and vengeful attitude buried down deep. And I was shocked. And then I confessed the sin of it all. And then I asked for his help. Part of the answer came through a young believer. I learned that the root of some anxiety can be an unforgiving spirit. So I prayed about this, wondering how it could have gone undetected for so long when I thought I had dealt with these and other issues. 
And then this morning at 4.30 a.m., I woke distressed thinking that me carrying all of those sins down in my heart, I had tainted the work of this podcast and the book that I have coming out this summer. But then Jesus spoke to me about it and said, this is what it means that his grace is sufficient. And I realized that sometimes we're too weak to deal with certain things completely. And that's when Jesus' grace steps in and makes up for our weaknesses. Two things come to mind from the experiences of the last few days. And that is how the principle directly connected to this devotion in this episode is sight for the blind. And sometimes that understanding is imparted in uh, stages. It's part of a process. And so with that, I would encourage you to be patient with yourself as you work through issues that you're trying to face and becoming free from that road of captivity. And uh, you're making that the best effort you can to get back on the road of liberty. And then let the Lord show you uh, areas that you may be blind in. And he's gentle with it. We don't have to fear it, even though it can be tough facing up to the truth at times. But you see, the truth equals freedom when acted upon. In John 8, 32, the Lord said, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And to know in this verse means to perceive, to be sure of, and to understand. To reiterate, freedom and deliverance come through knowing Bible truth. And blindness as a captive leads to long-term bondage. And in the key verse of Luke 4.18, the word blind, it means it's opaque, it's smoky. Uh, And it means we can be blind physically or mentally and spiritually. And this is taken from a derivative of another root word, meaning to envelop with smoke, and that is figuratively, to inflate with self-conceit, be high-minded, and lifted up with pride, to be proud. This is fascinating, to follow the meanings of the word blind and see it traces back to pride. And this reminds me of the saying, there are none so blind as those who will not see. Now, am I right to assume for most of us We want to make changes in our lives if we understand and we see we have harmful, destructive habits, behaviors, and thoughts. I hope so, and I pray so. And so how can we respond to Jesus' proclamation to deliver captives, to take us off the road of bondage, and to free ourselves from being a prisoner to sin, and then get back on that road to freedom? Well, it all starts in the mind. And once we understand or see which behavior and habit is causing us problems, at that point, we must make a decision to confront that habit. And to change, we must change that particular behavior. And it may take professional intervention like counseling. Now, before you tune me out, please listen to this. Before I ever attended psychological counseling, I didn't see the value in it. In fact, there was a stigma attached to submitting to psychiatry. And even though I knew something was wrong with me, I didn't know it had to do with my mind or my mindset. I had bouts of acute anxiety mentioned earlier to the point of excruciating headaches that left me unable to function by day's end. This is the end of part one. The devotion will continue and conclude with episode 11. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.